Hi everyone, it's Teen Tales with Aussie Dad, and today I'm going to read the last part of Dork Diaries. Tuesday, October 8th. Today I stayed home from school with the cold and just lounged in bed all day and drank lemon tea. The Tyra Banks show rocked as usual, but for some reason it didn't cheer me up. After my dad picked me up from school yesterday, I started thinking that maybe I was overreacting. Watching my painting being smashed into a zillion pieces had been pretty traumatic, but it was mainly Mackenzie who was making my life miserable. Maybe WCD wasn't such a horrible place. Maybe if I tried talking to Chloe and Zoe, we could go back to being friends again. Maybe Brandon hadn't ripped me off as a total loser. So, on Monday afternoon, I called the library desk during fifth hour to talk to Chloe and Zoe. Plus, I was a teensy bit curious about how Mackenzie's art project had turned out. Okay, I admit it. I was dying to know. My hands were trembling as I dialed the phone. Library front desk, Zoe speaking. Hi Zoe, it's me, Nikki. I was just calling to see how you guys are doing. You'd never believe what happened to me this morning. Then I heard Chloe's muffled voice in the background. OMG, it's her. Just say you can't talk right now because we're really busy. We don't have time to waste. Um, what's up, Nikki? Brendan told us everything that happened. Actually, he's here right now. Too bad about your up project, Zoe stammered nervously. Yeah, I know. So, what are the three of you do- Listen, Nikki, I really have to hang up now. We're really busy with, um, a project? Chloe and Brandon said hi. Wait, Zoe, I just wanted to... Sorry, gotta go. See you tomorrow. Bye. Click. After that conversation, there was no doubt in my mind that Chloe, Zoe and Brandon practically hated me. So, there wasn't really anything left to do but make plans to transfer to a new school. And have a really good cry. Which is what I've been doing on and off for the past 24 hours. The only good thing that's come out of all of this is that my parents have been so worried about my emotional state, they've finally agreed to let me transfer to the nearby public school. I thank my dad for arranging the scholarship and all, but unfortunately, it just hadn't worked out. Surprisingly, mum and dad took the news about their anniversary painting being destroyed really well. I even promised I'd paint them a new one, although Brianna insisted that she wanted to do it instead. Don't worry, Mum and Dad, I'm almost done making your brand new anniversary present, and it's way better than Nikki's dumb old painting. But I had a really bad feeling about Brianna's art project. When I asked her if she'd use finger paints or crayons, she said, Nope, a black permanent marker. And I drew it over the couch in the exact same spot where your painting was hanging. Brianna said her drawing was called The Maxwell Family Visits Princess Sugar Plum on Baby Unicorn Island. When Mum saw Brianna's war mural, she just about fainted. And then Brianna tried to get out of it by blaming Miss Penelope. It was kind of nice to laugh again after feeling so hopelessly depressed. Wednesday, October 9th. My parents and I drove over the WCD 45 minutes early so we could get everything taken care of before the students started arriving. As mum and dad sat in the office chatting with the secretary and completing the school transfer paperwork, I couldn't help noticing the colourful displays off the main entryway for the art competition. No matter how much I tried to convince myself I didn't care, I just had to know if Mackenzie had won. It was like I was obsessed or something.
If I hurried, I could stop by the art competition for a few minutes and still have time to clean out my locker, get back to the office and be out of the building before anyone spotted me. Well, I better get going, I muttered to my parents. I grabbed the empty cardboard box I'd brought to carry the junk from my locker and headed down the hall. The art exhibit was set up in the large student lounge near the cafeteria and was divided by grades. I hurried past the 6th and 7th grade displays to the 8th grade section. There were about 24 entries and I immediately spotted Mackenzie's. Like everything she did, it was big, bold and over the top. She'd painted seven life-size mannequins dressed in her fab forever fashions on six-foot-tall panels. I had to admit, she was actually a pretty good fashion illustrator. But the strange thing was that I didn't see her first-place ribbon. Although, knowing Mackenzie, she probably had already taken it home so her parents could have it bronze to match her baby shoes. Then again, maybe not. I was surprised to see the blue ribbon was hanging on the very last display. I couldn't help pitying the poor artist who would have to put up with a drama over Mackenzie's very public and humiliating defeat. The winning display was a series of 16 8x10 close-up black and white photographs of inked artwork. When I read the title and artist's name, I almost freaked out. I immediately recognised my tattoo artwork on Zoe's shoulder, Chloe's arm, Tyler's neck, Sophia's ankle, Matt's wrist, and on and on. So this must have been the project Chloe, Zoe, and Brandon were working on when they said they were too busy to talk to me on the telephone Monday afternoon. Slowly but surely, the reality of the situation started to soak in. I was like, OMG, I won first place in Avantgarde art. First place and $500. Thanks to Chloe, Zoe and Brandon, they must have cooked up this elaborate scheme after my painting got destroyed. And that fantabulous display with my name on it had probably taken hours to complete. I was so wrong about them. They were the best friends ever. And more than a dozen kids had volunteered to be photographed. All of this totally blew my mind. Maybe WCD was not such a horrible place after all. I actually had real friends here, and of course it didn't hurt that I was now rich, rich, rich beyond my wildest dreams. I hurried back to the office in a daze and burst inside. Mum, Dad, I've changed my mind. I want to stay. They both looked surprised. Honey, are you okay? My mum asked concerned. Actually, Mum, I'm great. I've changed my mind. I want to stay. Please. Well, it's up to you. Are you sure? My dad said, putting down his pen. I'm sure. I'm really sure. The secretary gathered the papers from my dad, ripped them in half and tossed them into the wastebasket. This is great news, she beamed. And congratulations on your first place in the art show. You're coming to the reception for the winners this Saturday, right? They'll be giving out the cash awards and the catered dinner is fabulous. My parents looked totally confused. I thought you said you didn't, my mum began, but I quickly interrupted her. Listen, I'll explain all of this later. Like, don't you both have somewhere to be? I smiled and waved goodbye to them, hoping they would take the hint and get lost. Mum kissed my forehead. Okay, hun. 
We're glad you've decided to hang in there. Yeah, and you can thank Maxwell's extermination for hooking you up, my dad said, and winked. I knew it would work out for you here if you just gave her the chance. Well, I gotta go. Oh, here, Dad. I tossed him the cardboard box. Can you get rid of this for me? Then I turned and rushed out of the office. Students were starting to fill up the halls, and a few actually congratulated me. As I made my way back to my locker, I wasn't quite sure what to expect, but I was ready and willing to deal with it. The graffiti had been cleaned up, thank goodness, but there was something new on my locker. I knocked on the door of the janitor closet and then peeked inside. Ah, oh, the note actually said, Nikki, please meet us in the janitor's closet ASAP. It's very, very important. Chloe and Zoe. Chloe and Zoe were sitting on the floor in a corner and looking pretty sad. I felt kind of sorry for them. We owe you an apology for the way we acted, Chloe said. We got really carried away with all of the tattoo and book stuff, and that wasn't fair to you. Yeah, and we learned who our real friends are too. The CCPs wanted to hang out with us as long as you were doing the tattoos. What a bunch of phonies, Zoe added. Actually, I kind of figured that out too. That angry mob of cheerleaders was too scary, I said, shuddering at the memory. Listen, please don't be mad, Nikki, Chloe said, starting to tear up. But we have a confession to make. Zoe cleared her throat. Well, after we heard about the accident with your painting, we rounded up the kids with your best tattoo work and Brandon took pictures of them during lunch. Then he printed out the photographs on the computer and the newspapers uh, in, the, in the newspaper office. Mrs. Peach let the three of us work on your entry the entire afternoon in the library. We called it the student body. And you'll never guess what happened, Chloe sniffed, blinking back tears. I won! You won! they said together. Wait, you knew? Zoe asked surprised. Yeah, I just found out a few minutes ago. We know we shouldn't have done it without asking you first, but there wasn't time. You're not mad at us, are you? Chloe asked, and gave me jazz hands to try to lighten the mood. Actually, I am. I'm very angry, I hissed. Chloe and Zoe both hung their heads and stared at the floor. We're sorry. We were just trying to help, Zoe muttered. You're supposed to be my friends. How could you two do this to me? I'm so ticked. I would have given anything to have seen the look on Mackenzie's face when she lost. I was trying so hard not to laugh that I was starting to snort. At first, both girls blinked and looked bewildered. Then slowly, smiles spread across their faces until they were grinning from ear to ear. OMG, Nikki, you should have seen her, Chloe squealed. When they announced you as a winner, she went into shock. It was hilarious. Mackenzie threw a hissy fit right there in front of the judges, Zoe snickered. Pretty soon we were laughing and joking in the janitor's closet, just like old times. Uh-oh, I think I just heard the first bell, I groaned. Let's get out of here before we start smelling like a mildewy mop. Chloe and Zoe opened the door and then stood there waiting for me to leave first. Talent before... Brains? Zoe winked and then gave me the stink eye. Talent before... Beauty! Chloe grinned and then gave me jazz hands. Hey, girlfriends. I see the talent. But other than me, there's definitely no brains or beauty up in here, I teased. 
That's when Chloe and Zoe both socked me in my arm. Ow! A giggle? That hurt. Thursday, October 10th. There must have been a big sale at the mall yesterday or something because four girls were wearing the exact same outfit. I haven't really noticed it until I overheard Mackenzie ridiculing them in the hall. OMG, look at that. They're all wearing the same but ugly ensemble. Wait, don't tell me. They were giving them away for free with the purchase of a McDonald's Happy Meal. It was only 7.45am and I was already visualising tape over her mouth. When Mackenzie finally noticed me, she tried to act all innocent. Just in case you're wondering, I didn't write bug girl on your locker. Lots of people wear ravishing red hot cinnamon twist, you know. I just rolled my eyes at her. That girl is such a liar. I didn't believe her for one second. Mackenzie flipped her hair and gazed at her perfect image in her mirror. Besides, even if I did it, you don't have any proof. Then she applied her morning layer of lip gloss. Since I was stuck having a locker next to Mackenzie's for the rest of the year, I decided to utilise the mind over matter co uh, coping strategy that Zoe had developed. In my mind, I was so over being impressed with Mackenzie because she didn't matter. Although, I have to admit, those hoop earrings she was wearing were to die for. Why is it that huge dangly earrings look really glamtastic on the CCP girls? But when normal girls like me wear them, we end up needing reconstructive cosmetic surgery. Zoe, Chloe and I sat together at lunch at table 9 and a lot of people stopped by to ask about tattoos. Since our ink exchange program was such a big hit, and we had already collected almost 200 books for charity, we decided to continue it for just three days each month, starting in November. It was going to be great not having to hide inside my locker between, uh, between classes due to my fear of angry mobs. I mean, my shyness. But the strangest thing was that I was actually starting to look forward to attending National Library Week at the NYC Public Library. And we had a good chance of being selected. I mean, just think about it. Chloe, Zoe and me in Manhattan for five days without our rents. How exciting would that be? We we're going to have friends, fun, fashion, food and flirting. Like it says in That's So Hot magazine. And maybe even get tickets to the Tyra Banks show. I just love that girl. I also plan to take full advantage of the meet and greet with all those famous authors. I had no idea an autographed novel was so valuable. I plan to collect a half dozen and then sell them on eBay for big bucks. Then, ka-ching, I could buy that iPhone I've been wanting. Am I not brilliant? By the way, I decided to save the $500 prize money for art camp next summer. It was going to be my fifth year attending and my instructor said I already have an art portfolio strong enough for college. Which is pretty fantastic seeing as I'm not even in high school yet. She said if I continued to work really hard, I could maybe land a four-year scholarship to a major university. Sweet! Brandon stopped by our table to ask if he could interview me about winning the avant-garde art competition since it was breaking news. I thanked him for taking the photographs of my tattoo designs and told him what a great job he had done on them. But he said it was no biggie and he planned to use the photos for the article he was writing. Then Mackenzie came over, acting all friendly, and actually congratulated me. 
I was so shocked, I almost puked my lunch on her Jimmy Choo's. But I think she really just wanted to flirt with Brandon because she kept batting her eyes at him all fluttery, like she had accidentally stuck a false eyelash to her eyeball or something. How does she have the nerve to do that right to my face? Probably because she has the IQ of lint. In spite of the fact that we had agreed not to do any tattoos until next month, Chloe and Zoe insisted that I do just one more for myself. My tattoo totally rocked. Okay, I admit, I was wrong about Grandma being senile, but I was correct about that demented puppet, Miss Penelope. After lunch was over, Brandon walked with me to biology class. He brushed the hair out of his eyes with his fingers again and smiled at me kind of shy-like. So I, um, was wondering if, um, you wanted to be lab partners for structure of mitochondria? I could not believe he asked me that. So I looked deep into his eyes, all serious, and said, Whee! I'm sure he thought I was crazy, but hey, I can only be myself, right? I'm such a dork. And that is the end of Dork Diaries. Whee! I hope you enjoyed it. Alright, thanks for listening.